Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to another piece of content to help you get off your ass. This is Danielle Johnson, a.k.a. The Danielle J, a.k.a. The Doing That Socialite Lady. That is like my claim to fame so far is, you know, being the donut lady. Hence the name of this podcast, Donuts, Coffee, and Tech. And I wanted to do a reintroduction episode because I think that it's only fair to reintroduce yourself after being a brand for so long, you can't necessarily check all the same boxes that you used to, right? Like, I'm not the same individual that I was when I first moved to LA some 10 plus years ago, right? I'm just not that individual. I have different priorities since then. I know myself a little bit better than I did back then. Um, Work ethic is different. A lot of the things that I used to think made me who I was definitely was bullshit. <laughs> it was bullshit, y'all. And I, there's no better way to put it than it was bullshit because there was a lot of emphasis on things that were outside of my control, right? Like one of those things being like, how the fuck I sound? How do I sound, right? My voice is super deep. I think it's super deep. It's deep, you know, it's not Layla Hathaway deep. Which I love her so much. And her voice is butter to me, right? But my voice is deep. I'm tall. I'm a bigger statured woman. uh, There's all these things, right? And I I was chasing so many ideas of what I thought would make me more appealing to the masses. You like me right now. You like me. Um, And it was really interesting. Like I was listening to some old recordings of myself from when I first moved out here or even just like back in 2017 right and some of these things that I was saying some of these um beliefs that I had about myself was really damning right and I'm talking about like your girl had low self-esteem and just a lot a lot a lot of things to work on but didn't really know which way to go right like to be fair didn't really know which way to go didn't have um the right resources at my disposal and also just honestly just was not really aware of how fucked up it was you know like when you're in the middle of the bullshit you don't really know that it's bullshit until you get to the other side and you're like yo what what why did we do okay okay so i say that to say this um i've been dragging my feet on redoing the podcast right I've been dragging my feet on showing up online as like what they call an influencer because that word to me carries a different weight and when I first got the title of an influencer I was like yeah okay bet that means that you know we're being noticed by people whatever and it was through that uh I guess excitement of acknowledgement that I really had to chin check myself. I had to realize like, hey, listen, yes, it's nice to be recognized by other people. Yes, it's nice to have, you know, this acknowledgement and have like these different things that people um, say that you're good at, right? But what do you believe? What do you actually believe about yourself? And um, interesting enough, it's one of those questions that I've posed myself 
a whole bunch of times. Like, I've literally had to, like, figure out a bunch of times, how do I want to show up? How do I want to show up? How do I want to show up? I mean, notebooks. Notebooks as thick as the Bible and then some um, filled to the brim from one end to the other with just these different notions and ideas of like, how do I actually want to show up? You know what I'm saying? And it was getting to the point where it was causing anxiety, sleepless nights, all kinds of stuff, because I, I really do find it an honor to be listened to and seen and sought out by so many of my colleagues, peers, and those people who I don't know at all, you know? So in asking myself that question here recently, I had to really uh, buckle down and like be honest with myself, right? Like what's, what are you, well, more, more vaguely, what's the problem? What's the problem? Things that you're good at, you shun away from titles that people give you that you actually are, you are just petrified to admit that that's what you are. Everything from being an orator to a creator to being creative. Um, I always just like shun all of the idea of me being any of these amazing things, especially because that classification means that I'm in the same boat as some of the people that I look up to. And um, it's a really scary idea to me. Like, wow, uh, yeah, you think that I'm great. You think that I'm fantastic. You think that I'm built for these things, uh, but I just don't see it in myself, right? And I had to really get down to the nitty gritty. And it's the reason why we're here on this episode today for the reintroduction, because once I started really thinking about what the hell is going on between the sheets in my home? Baby, wait, let me explain before you start to point your cane. Girl, I'm about to have a fit. Oh, it's about to be some shit. How did I get into this? Should have never came home with this bitch. We won't do the whole thing, but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just, what, what's the problem, you know? Um, and I started to think back to when I first shunned the idea of being a creative person, right? And it's really interesting. At least to me, it's really interesting. You know, you may want to fast forward through this part of the, the podcast or in the episode, but I'm going to spill it. Spill it, girl. Spill it. Um, I first started counting myself out when I was about maybe seven or eight years old and I was writing poetry every day I would write poetry some type of prose would get written every day and I was drawing a lot and I remember asking my mom do you think that I could be an artist and she said no first of all you're too sensitive you wouldn't be able to accept no as an answer Second of all, you would just die broken alone. Damn. Now, mind you, as somebody who always found joy in creating story, you know, or um, expressing through rhyme and all these different outlets of like drawing and painting and coloring and whatever, I used to like stencil things and sketch things all the time and I would just lose myself into 
the creative process. So at like seven or eight, when I got this news that I, I could not be, Danielle could not be an artist, it really fucked me up. It really fucked me up, y'all. Because after that, I was like, okay, well, maybe I'll find some other creative outlet and ask my mom about that and see if that's what I could be, you know, from a dancer to like a uh, motivational speaker. I would just, I would come up with all kinds of stuff. Like every week I had some different harebrained idea on how I could show up creatively. And uh, I remember asking my mom if I could be an architect. She said, no, you're not good at math, even though I was really good at math. Um, just all these different things and like, in her way to try to protect me from a harsh society that would rip me to shreds in her eyes. You know, she like created this bubble in which I could only exist. And it was really damning to me. You know, as a kid, you don't think about the world being harsh to you as much as you do your parent, because that's who you see all the time. You know, if you're, um, in a position to see your parent all the time and get, you know, parented, then that's what it is. And in my case, I was a latchkey kid, but every chance my mom got, fam, she would let me know what I couldn't be. And it was just really hard on the kid. Like, I just remember feeling so obsolete and like unseen, unheard, just, I felt like shit. And um, because of that, I leaned into athletics because it was like a natural thing, right? You're big, <laughs> play a sport, pick up a ball, do something. And even with that, she used to like rip me up because I had got hurt. I think I was 10 years old. This is my first time playing at like some type of com like competition, right? We were playing a game and my finger gets jammed really bad, like really bad and it's the first time it's ever been jammed so I scream she pulls me out the game while the game is going on and says you will not embarrass me anymore and you come back to me when you're serious okay I'm 10 years old I've never jammed a finger before you don't even know if it's broken or nothing you just all right bet so after that I said bump that I'm about to go and like Give it 110%. That's what I did. I gave 110% to athletics. And for the longest time, that was my identity. That's it because it wasn't challenged. You know what I mean? Like it was one of those things where you literally could do no wrong with it even if you fucking sucked at it. You know what I mean? Like I remember not being good and it wasn't questioned. I would just keep practicing, you know? And then I did well enough and again it's not being questioned so it's just like that's the sole part of my identity and when I had to stop playing ball it was devastating I didn't know who the fuck I was like my identity had been shattered um because the one thing that I was able to lean on to lean into and perform at was taken away and it was just I mean that depression was a real depression and I didn't even know that that's what depression was or felt like and I had to keep going back to the drawing board and I remember that was like the beginning of like the redefinition constantly happening I mean I've I've had almost every job you can imagine as a person I've had every fucking job you could everyone every single one almost 
Uh, I think I've never officially been a security guard. I've done work kind of like a security guard in my life. Uh, brand ambassador. I've worked at call centers. I've worked in technology. I've worked at all these different avenues just trying to find my identity. And it, it's been a hell of a ride. Exhausting, right? Um, so, to go without saying, I just... <laughs> I've, I've been running in circles all the way up until I moved to L.A., right? When I moved to L.A., at least I knew that broadcasting was something that I could rely on because I was good at it. I could speak well. People love my voice. It's already been proven. We're good. We got it. And then I came to L.A. and was like, bet. I'm not trying to be an actor or actor. I mean, not trying to be an actor, not trying to be anything in music. So I've, I feel like I'm going the right route. That's not too competitive. Also, radio is just one of those things. Like some people are here for it, other people are not. And it's so funny because that's when internet radio and all that stuff started emerging and becoming more and more um, valued. So I started finding all these roadblocks and stuff that were causing me to question myself again. And after my last radio show failed, I called it quits. I said, you know what? Obviously radio's not for me. I keep running into these suspect ass people who just keep making my life harder. So let me just go ahead, throw my hat in the ring. Y'all got me, I'm good. Then I started getting these emails that was like, fam, where you at, where you at, where you at? And I'm like, what do you mean? Folks are still checking for me. Yes, come on, like come back, come back. And I was messing around with like my own platforms and stuff and I just didn't have the energy for it. And I was still trying to find my own voice. Like what, who am I? What am I, what do I want to do? Um, and I didn't realize that I was still suffering from depression, right? And so I went and saw a doctor and they give me a questionnaire and they're like, hey, you know, fill this out for us. This is just like, you know, standard wellness check, whatever, answer it as honestly as possible. I filled out the questionnaire and she just, I mean, we didn't even go forth in the regular check-in because it was just a physical checkup. And she was just like, are you okay? What do you mean, am I okay? According to this test, I'm telling you like this, and I'm not typically supposed to tell the patient I'm supposed to send for help so that they can put you in some type of institution. <laughs> is what she said. Normally, out of a scale of 15, like let's say the, the high score is 15, the average person gets a 9. The highest would be maybe like an 11. I had 15. And I was really confused in that moment because I didn't think that I was depressed. I honestly didn't know how to feel about it. But then I got upset because I was like, yo, I've been trying to find my identity and all these things, and you mean to tell me that the way that I'm gonna be identified now is somebody who is depressed and has to take medication 
and has to like go through counseling and therapy like I don't want that to be part of my identity that's some bullshit like I'm happy and she's like but are you really happy I just broke down the tears y'all this is back in 2019 by the way to kind of give you like a scope of time and um so much had happened between when I first moved to Los Angeles in 2019. And um, I just remember being so mad. I was so upset and just sad, extremely sad, because I thought that I had got some type of momentum on understanding myself identifying my emotions, really, you know, getting the groove of like how to live and boom, depression. Now, mind you, end up being anxiety and depression. Uh, so they put me on medication for that. And then I had to work through a lot of things um, because I hadn't really fully worked through any of the shit that got me there. Right. So and still working on some of those things, right? I mean, way better off than I was in 2019, but my Lord, y'all, it was, it was a hell of a ride. And I'm one of those people that really believe in progression with behaviors so that the chemical imbalance can heal. That way you don't have to take medicine anymore. So that's where I'm at with it. I just stopped taking my medicine again because I do cycles that way I'm not jarring my brain from getting this chemical to help with this chemical imbalance to taking it away um so I'm kind of weaning myself off of the antidepressants and whatnot but the uh the last cycle just ended about a month ago and it gives you a lot to think about who am I and what's the matter? What's the matter? Why am I not performing? Why am I not doing the things that I really do find joy in? And I was driving to Portia's house because she's under the weather. And uh, for those of you who are new listening to my podcast, Portia is my best friend who I will talk about a ton because she's just absolutely amazing. Um, go check her out. But I'm driving to her house because she's under the weather and it just hit me like a ton of bricks and I just start crying, like crying to the point where I had to pull over. I was crying. And the message that I kept hearing in my mind is that you deserve to do something that makes you happy. So just show up. All the rest of the shit will work itself out, but you have to decide. And that decision needs to be made like right now because time is of the essence. My mentor told me, she said, regardless if you do or you don't, time will continue to go forward. So better to decide to do than don't. And that's dope. Those, those are bars. That's bars that she's not a rapper. You understand what I'm saying? Like, wow. So when I got the message to decide, I said, you know what? You're right. Completion, 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 completion. So that's when I came to the conclusion 
that this podcast is going to be part of my rebirth. 110%. That's why I have the video aspect of it going simultaneously with the audio aspect of it. So if you're listening to this on any platform where podcasts are available, you can also check it out on YouTube. I'm just, I'm going through one take Jake. That's it. Because what I'm noticing about my anxiety, my depression, and my fear is that it's really a lot of the same messages that were given to me as a child being perpetuated through my own thoughts and creating self-sabotage. I didn't give a damn about perfection as a kid. That's why I used to draw outside of the lines on purpose. Like, let's give some things, some characters, some some pizzazz or something, you know what I mean? Obviously within reason, because I like order. The, the typical brain likes certain order to things. But I'm just like, fam, let's just, let's do the shit. Let's do it, right? I'm dedicating time to record. I'm dedicating time to actually create. I have my notebooks here in front of me. I went and picked them up because I wanted to make sure that I talked about a few things on this podcast. Um, and then when I record the next episodes or whatever, um, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm ready. I am officially ready. It took me a while to get ready, but I think everything in divine timing, everything in divine timing, because now I can utilize my platform to further research who I am. Right. But to also showcase who I've become, because listening to those old recordings of myself, I said, damn, damn, your girl has grown tremendously in a very, what was, what would seem to be a short period of time. If you think about it, right. I've been alive now for 35 years, just celebrated a birthday on June 2nd. So in 35 years, the whole 35 years is its own capsule. But in the last 10, I've been able to do some miraculous things. Miraculous. I mean, just complete 180 some situations. Like, it's it's amazing. I'm so grateful for the growth and development. And now it's time to, like, you know, show it. Show up, show out, do the thing. Um, to the point where I was even thinking about renaming the podcast but then in the shower today, I was like, you know what? Nah, donuts, coffee, and tech literally is me. It's me. A lot of people know I'm the donut lady, donut socialite, love donuts. There's a donut of the day at the beginning of all the old episodes, which I'll continue that trend because it was really fun to do. Uh, coffee, come on, son. <laughs> Let's go. And technology. I'm a technologist, so it only makes sense to have technology in the title. So. Donuts, coffee, and tech it is. Huzzah. We'll keep the name. I'll keep breakfast on the go going. And we'll just add more to it, you know, and really hunker down on my identity, aka my brand, and keep this party going. So for everybody who's been following my journey since the days of old, when your girl first, first, first got on the radio back in Denver, I really appreciate you for like being here, seeing the growth, hear me talk my talk, 
you know, talk my shit um, from all the amazing guests that I've had over the years to the topics that I talked about that were super raunchy that I wasn't even proud of, you know, like there's just a whole scope of things and there's a whole development and a whole backstory to the shit. And if you've been here since day one, thank you. I'm honored and it's definitely a privilege to be able to speak to you through all these years. And I hope that you're in a different space than you were when you first started listening to me. Um, and for those of you who are, who have just joined on this journey, I'm grateful for you as well, because it's an honor to connect with different people and get so much love from people who have not necessarily seen the growth, but just tapped in at a time that you could connect with. So I'm just, I'm so grateful across the board for everybody who is here on this journey with me. And it's just, it's one of those things, man, like I, I almost did not do this today. I almost did not record this today. Think about that, right? I almost didn't make this shit happen because I was so worried about perfection and not completion. Like, oh, well, I didn't do my makeup and my hair is not done and I didn't put my my makeup on so my skin's looking all crazy. Fuck that, whatever. I used to do videos all the time with no makeup on and be busting bars left and right and got a bunch, a bunch of people that got something out of it. So why would I stop the message for the sake of vanity? It just makes no sense. With or without makeup, I'm still a bad bitch. I don't care what nobody say. <laughs> we just go put it out there, okay? This is me working on my self-esteem, okay? I just got called a man on TikTok the other day. And that shit broke me, y'all. I ain't gonna lie. Matter of fact, here's our segment into the... our into another part of what I wanted to talk about in the reintroduction, right? Something that you may not know about me, y'all, listen, something that you may not know. Since the age of about 13, I've been misgendered. 13. When I answer the phone, I've even had it when I walk down the streets. I'm always, sir, Mr. Johnson, yada, yada, yada. This is this has been since the age of about 13. I don't recall it being earlier than 13. I just remember one of the first times was when I answered the phone at home and the person on the line assumed that I was the, the man of the household. That dumb shit. <laughs> uh, are you the man of the house? Are you head of the household? Are you the man of the house? some shit they said and I'm like yo no I'm I'm the child of the household it was like oh I'm so sorry um and still was calling me a boy because I didn't you know correct them and whatever so anyway imagine misgendered since 13 okay and it's it's always it always starts off with like my voice right like oh your voice is so deep and you just you gotta you have to have some balls because your voice is so deep I'm like Young, I know men whose voice are not deep were born men. And I know some men whose voice are super deep and weren't born men. So it doesn't matter, right? Like voice is just one of those things you don't have any fucking control over. And um, interesting enough, both my parents have deep voices. Both of them. My dad's voice is more raspy. My mom's voice sounds like mine with no inflection, right? So... Your girl was bound to be blessed 
with this velvety tone, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is what it is. Um, but let me tell y'all, the other day I had just deleted all my social media off my phone because I said, you know, I need a little break. Let me get my, my shit together. Also, I need to like focus. And it was in the stars for me to focus, right? So deleted all my stuff. And then one of my childhood friends sent me a text message and was like, hey, when did you do this? And I'm looking, I'm like, oh, snap. Long story short, somebody was recording inside of uh, the grocery store and walked up to me and offered me five bucks for my cart. And I saw them recording, so I know it's for social media or something. It has to be, right? Because this is one of those scenarios that you see all the time. So I played along with it. And instead of giving this cat my cart for $5, we had a little bit of dialogue. It was really funny. Walked to the front, had this cat pay five bucks to a kid to take their cart. Walmart shut all that shit down. Oops, I wasn't supposed to say the name. The grocery store shut all that shit down, right? One second. So, the grocery store shuts all that shit down. I'm like, hey, that was fun. This was a good good uh, experience. He said, yeah, it was. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. And I go on about my life. Now, that was on a Saturday. That man was fast, okay? Him and his team are fast, okay? They put that thing up by Monday. I got the message on Monday afternoon. Like, yo, when would you do this? Video was already posted to YouTube. And the loop was already put up on TikTok. So I go on TikTok to go see it. And I'm cracking up because I'm like, yo, I legit didn't know this man at all. And you, if you saw it, you would think that I was like in on it because I just, I played to it so well, right? And on Saturdays, I typically dress up to go to brunch uh, with Portia and a few of our girlfriends. And I was already, I was dressed up, you know, had my little leopard uh, dress on with little shoulder pads or whatever and my little heels or whatever. So I'm like, cool, I'm, I'm cute. But then I keep looking at my body because this is what I do when I see myself on anything. Like after I record this and post this, I'm probably gonna cringe the entire time. But I look at myself and I'm just like, oh, I need to lose weight, boy. I'm out here just all out of shape. But your girl still look good. Your girl still look good. Okay, so next time I wear that dress, I'm gonna wear it with a belt. Like I'm, I'm just thinking about all those things, right? And I did the cardinal sin that you're never supposed to do when you see yourself on the internet. And that's look at the damn comments. I looked at them comments. First of all, let's 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 keep the record straight. There were quite a few people who gave me some flowers. You know, all oh, tall queens for the win. Da 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 da. Oh, she's so pretty. Oh, she fine. Oh, she thick. Ah, right. But about eighty percent of the comments was something don't seem right. Oh yeah, that's a man. Oh, her voice way too deep for her to be uh, a cis woman. And I mean, just going off, popping off. 80% of the comments is just basically debating on my sex. And I'm just like, yo, this is crazy. Like, first of all, I didn't ask to be on this man's channel like that. This is like something that just popped up and was sprang upon me. Second of all, why are you hoes so worried about my sex? Like, that's so weird to me, right? But it got to me, y'all. I'm not going to lie. It really got to me. And I think one of the main reasons is that this is a subject matter that's been brought up so much in my life, my entire life, y'all. Like, it's just, it's upsetting. 
it's really upsetting because I'm like, fam, it would be one thing. And even then it's not okay, but it would be one thing if like I was once a man and I was transitioning to become a woman and I was in that kind of in between where you can't quite see because I'm androgynous, you know? But even then, it's not okay to misgender somebody because you just don't know, right? But I feel like that is the one and only instance where a question mark can go above your head, right? But even then, don't say shit in the comments on TikTok. Like, I just don't, I just don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see it. So it got to me and I, I got even more upset. I said, you know what? I'm good. I'm good on all you hoes. At that point, I took TikTok off my phone, too, because I, I hadn't deleted TikTok off my phone because I don't be on TikTok at all. So I deleted it off my phone, made sure I didn't have anything else on my phone. I said, oh, no, I'm good. I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with society. I go to walk the dog. Dog's not feeling good. It was just like a slew of things. But I'm going to be 100 with y'all. It really got to me. And I think... It's one of those topics that's a sore thumb because there's not shit that I can do. I can't do anything. Nothing. I can't change my fucking voice. I'm already hella feminine. Like, I dress feminine. Everything. I get my nails done. I do my hair. I'm, I'm, like, super vain about my skin and shit. Like, there's nothing else I can do nothing I swear to God I thought about it for a split second I said well what if I got plastic surgery on my face and then I snapped out of it like no what the fuck that makes no sense none at all and I just really wish that people would stop with this form of cyberbullying because it's fucking dumb fam like PSA if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say shit at all. You attention whore. <laughs> like, you don't even deserve the word whore. Because I know some amazing whores. <laughs> but you little shit. That's what you are. You're a little piece of shit. Not even like a log shit, but like the little pellets when you're constipated. You are little pieces of shit. If you think that cyberbullying is okay in any form or fashion, especially when it comes to shit that people cannot change, cut it out, grow up. And I tell you what, what's really interesting about it, it's typically men that say this shit about me. Typically men. It's typically men that have this kind of like prowess to like at me in such a way. Do you not have anything better to do? I've had men on dating apps like try to attack me like verbally because they thought that I was transgender. And the thing is, I'm here for my transgender peers. All my transgender friends will tell you I will fuck somebody up over them, right? I just think it's really interesting that when I put this out there about myself, don't nobody say all. Oh, we're going to fuck somebody up for you. I get the one or two friends that say, oh, 
obviously you're not masculine. And I'm like, that has nothing to do with it because they're just looking at, I don't know. It's frustrating. It's frustrating all the way around. But yeah, identity. Again, it's like this fucking common theme of identity in my life all the time. And it's fucking exhausting. So allow me to reintroduce myself. I am the Danielle J. I am the baddest bitch in my story. I am a cis woman. I don't need your shit. And if you're a man out there that thinks that my voice is too deep, it's probably because your balls haven't fallen and your voice is too high for the bitches you're trying to get. I am also not available for dumb comments. I'm not available for free consultation on your stupidity. So don't at me. Don't look my way. Don't subscribe to none of my shit. Don't find your way to any of my, any of my pages. I got nothing for you, okay? This is the liberation. This is where I draw the line. This content right here is what I'm about to be on for the rest of my days. Just being authentically myself and unapologetically Danielle because everything else before, I was tiptoeing around it and uh, I'm, I'm done. I've made the decision, y'all. This is it. And that's Buddy being rude <laughs> in the background. And when I say this content, I mean like showing up as myself and telling y'all these real stories about things. Um, so yeah, that's that. I'll wrap up this episode with saying this though. One of the things that really did help me like at the peak of all the anxiety, all the depression. It was actually technology. From playing video games, meeting people online, and like, you know, kicking ass against aliens and whatever, to meeting some of the, the best folks ever through like offer up, you know, like, it's just crazy. I've gotten so much from technology. So that's why it really pisses me off when I see the cyberbullying and things of that sort take place and just really take away from the amazing things that have been gifted through technology. <sighs> it's so, so annoying. But, okay, wrapping it up because we, uh, you know, we're just doing the reintroduction on this one. And I don't want to keep talking about myself because uh, that's not really what this is supposed to be for, not this platform. But if you need help, fam, if you're drowning in your depression and anxiety and you're having these thoughts that you don't feel like you are in control of anymore or if the world seems to be too much and is really just too heavy of a burden This is your invitation to seek help. And whether you want to do it anonymously through one of these apps that are available like BetterHelp or anything like that, or if you want to talk to your, your doctor about it, please talk to somebody. Because I was a high functioning, depressed, anxious person for so long I had normalized it and it had reached this peak and I was breaking. And I could see it 
I can see it as clear as day, me breaking, shattering. And I would not wish that on anyone. So if you or somebody that you know needs help, please, I'll have resources on the YouTube video so that you can know exactly the different routes that I tried personally. Um, and then as always, you know, just tap in with your folks, man. Tap in with your folks. You never know what they're going through. You don't know how severe it is. And just love on your folks, you know? Man, I love y'all so much. And like I said, thank you so much for being here. Um, I'll have the next episode out shortly. So be on the lookout for that. And I will see you all later. Peace.